Hello and welcome to episode 579 of the LeeCast podcast. I am Nick Cooper. Joining me is Aiden Rockarts. Hey, how's it going? And Colton Swit. You're so excited, Nick. It's I'm so excited. It's because I'm back. I'm still a little sick, but I'm re-energized. I've become a new man and uh, we'll, uh, I guess, talk about that on the show. Um, before we get too far into the show, we've got a, a pretty exciting batch of news, new news, I would say. Uh, we'll talk about the tournament winners from Aiden's uh, uh, tournament over the weekend, which was super, super fun. Um, we've got a bunch of new news, but it's all pretty small. So we'll talk about that, uh, including new patch. We'll hear from our friends at NordVPN, and then we'll jump into competitive league to talk about the LCS playoffs. Um, and then we'll go into roundtable and try to get to as many emails as we can. I anticipate that we won't get to all of them, but we'll do our best uh, and then catch up in the future. Um, so, Aiden, how was your week? Good. I actually have a, a lot to talk about, so sorry. Um, I'll, I'll try to keep it condensed. Um, but biggest thing I did this week was I ran a tournament. Um, and it was yeah. very successful. It's the first tournament I've, I've ever run um, that had um, zero needs to fills on the day of, which is fucking crazy. It's cool to see 40 people show up and like on time and all be ready. So mm-hmm. that's. I feel really- like there was a lot of people who were not only ready on time, but had already gotten like warm up games like with yeah. their team while they were waiting. Yeah, I, I remember like popping into Discord probably like an hour or two before the tournament. And I saw like 12 different channels had like three people in them already. <laughs> people are just ready, dude. Uh, it was really cool. I'm glad people showed up. Um, we got our tournament winners, which was uh, from our Discord. Uh, um, we, we had one person from our Discord, and he brought all of his friends to come play. Um, so the winners were RT Cowboy, Overlord Duck 2, uh, Delete Key, Usk, I'm going to say is how you pronounce that, and then <laughs> Robot Messiah. Uh, they fucking crushed. Um, fucking Delete Key got to play mid-brand every fucking game, and no one Yeah, I was going to ask. Yeah, that's insane. I don't know, man. Like every single game, it, like I, I think I like talked to a couple people, and they all said just like, yeah, it's fucking mid brand. We can just beat it, and then he fucking just won the game on mid brand yeah, every single time. Yeah. Um, but it was super cool. I, I really enjoyed the tournament. I want to do more of them in the future. They just take a lot of time to prepare, uh, especially five v five ones. Um, I don't know. I might try to like eventually do a thing where like I do like a one v one tournament, then like a five v five tournament, then a one v one tournament, like on a monthly rotating basis. But uh, I'm not there yet. Just give me a couple months, and then maybe I can look into it a little more. But I, I really enjoyed it. Thank you for everyone for who came out. Like I got lots of support. Um, the stream hit like fifty something viewers. Um, we had like I don't know, like f- I guess like fifty something people in our Discord, which was cool. It was it was really really fun. Hell yeah, it was but- awesome. We yeah, had some really cool. fun uh, uh, times casting it too. Yeah, it was really fun. I'm glad. I was there for. Yeah, I appreciate you coming. I a large dad actually casted a couple of games. Yeah, uh, that was with cool. Us, which is good. Trevor came out. Trevor too. popped I was, in. Yeah. I was watching for a lot of it while I grinded. Um, and then other things happened this week. Um, one one thing that I, I think is still a funny story. I told you both individually, but um, so I'm a big fan of uh, the NACL player Moose Hater. Uh, he's a Garen mm-hmm. player. He's like kind of a, like Chad Zoomer gamer. Um, so I, I was playing on my Smurf, and I, I go against a Garen. I'm like, hmm, there's not very many Garens. And also on Moose Hater's team, there's a guy named Duo King. And this person was a Garen one trick in High Master ELO, and their name was Duo Queen. I'm like, hmm. Uh-oh. Okay, so after the game, <laughs> I, I go to his stream, and I'm like, oh, I'm, I bet it was him. Uh, and it was. Uh, and I pull up the stream, and it's him in his chat fucking private investigating, like, fucking Sherlock Holmes in my account to figure out if I'm a win trader and how I, like, win all my games when I play, like, shit. Uh, I'm like, oh, That's no. That's so funny. I'm like, That's this so is funny. so sad. Uh, so I just hop a chat. I'm like, hey, man, it was me who I just played against. Uh, uh, thanks for the game. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. I, 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 he, he'll apologize for kind of, like, being 
like toxic about it sort of thing um and he's just like you definitely fucking just get good teams though like look look at this fucking game like i actually thought you were a win trader because like look at your last team like every single te- game you get like a fucking crazy carry <laughs> uh and i tried to explain that i like play pretty team oriented um and i also linked my main account which is, i think also helped like prove the narrative of i'm not just lucky because mm-hmm. it has happened over 200 games now to have this so um at some point like i i do think i get good teams but i also think i just play for them which i think makes your team just play better <laughs> so um but you know yeah, it was right. fucking like just every... so funny like seeing this like person i'm like a big fan of uh, jumping in the chat and they're just fucking like this guy's a win <laughs> trader <laughs> mm-hmm. um yeah so like, I, th- I think definitely your play style like is is super good for that and again like in terms of just looking at like match histories and stats it's like yeah the the kaisa that ended the game like 10 and 3 would have been like nine and six except for you saved her life three times with your r or like right like you you roamed and got her ahead right like you inflate their stats so much with by how much like safety you give carries even shit like yeah yesterday i was talking to nick when i was playing and i like fucking go against the gregs and i play like shit i'm so mad at myself like this guy's fucking dusting me in cs and then i find out it's max waldo the like head like the old head coach of cloud nine he used to be like a challenger player he used to be like a pro Uh player um and I'm like, okay, that makes me feel a little bit better. So I go and watch the VOD. And at one point, I just, like, left top lane and ganked mid and killed their mid. And he's like, what the fuck is this guy doing? He just fucking killed my mid laner. <laughs> and it's just funny because I, I play not a very... I would say I play not tr- the traditional League of Legends style. And uh, it's just so funny seeing people, like, just see me kill their teammates just randomly, like, being bot lane or mid lane or something <laughs> when I should just That's be, so like, pushing funny. the wave. Yeah. Um, but it, it's fun. Um, only other bit of news that I wanted to talk... Actually, there's two bits of news. Sorry, it's taking so long. Uh, one is um, we played uh, normal games. We've been doing this thing where we play a normal <laughs> game. We just, like, beat up the AD carry player. We try to make the AD carry player go as negative as possible. And we did that. Uh, Colton and I played Blitz Pike Bottom. Um, and we ended up playing against Donghop, the fucking, like, YouTuber who, like, makes, like, the... This player is challenger by only playing whatever. Um, oh, I didn't realize that's the that's the guy who it was. I, yeah. I recognize the name, but I didn't realize that's Yeah, who so it he was. does that, and then now he's, like, doing, like, League of Documents where he'll just like mm. dig into whatever aspect of the scene like i, I like his content um, yeah no he, i like his content a lot i've watched it for years um and it's very funny because uh he, we, let's just say we we colton and i played blitz pike bottom which isn't super meta we made him go 7 and 20 uh on 80 carry in a uh 34 minute game and he <laughs> bought call at four minutes and he finished it at 30 minutes is how much we were just bullying and we purposely like what we could we'd we'd kill ourselves to make sure that he couldn't get his call prop <laughs> yeah we That's so funny. we had like already killed them i think twice at maybe like level four like five six minutes into the game and then we both noticed that he had a call and we're like oh my this guy bought a call what the fuck there's no way you buy a call in this lane you're not farming and so that was that our mission is like we we need to stop this from happening and it came to such a fun culmination at like probably 20 minutes or so in maybe like 17 18 where he had like 10 stacks left and we had like (laughs) we were during the entirety of his respawn timer just like okay if i was an 80 carry where would i go next if i was trying to finish my cold products we we put it in all chat we're like sell your i I did i said sell your cull and we'll stop Yeah. And, and like, like also no. we weren't bullying him because we knew it was him we didn't know it was him till after um and also uh i also feel less bad because he's also just a good player like i think he's like peaked like d1 before he ended like d3 last season so mm. not like we're bullying a gold player also you guys um, are playing blitz pike <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly so i don't feel too bad about it but it was fucking funny i, I think he also like kind of at some point like when you die the 18th time as caitlin trying to get your call stacks i i think you kind of find it humorous that like 
mm-hmm. you know as soon as you touch a minion wave, Blitzer Pike's going to come out of a bush and kill you. <laughs> yeah, you're no longer playing League of Legends. You're playing hide and seek with the Blitzcrank in a pike. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so he, he, he was pretty good humored about it because like when i said that he was like no i'll never give up and like yeah he, he had said something i think after the game where it was just like still like pretty good humored like gg yeah um, it, it was a lot of fun uh only other little thing is um this is like kind of just more personal stream related uh i have a little sponsor that i'm doing i only bring it up here because uh whenever i do a sponsor i do like a thing where if you complete the sponsor objectives for me i'll like play a duo queue game with you and people have really liked that as like a kind of like you financially support me i support your lp gains uh type thing <laughs> um and just all the information is in our discord in the announcements channel i don't want to talk about it too much on here but it's just one of those things where every single time i do this people go oh how do i get in in this and i, I just feel like it's a fun trade where i i don't know i've put aside a half an hour of my time to help you because you put away a half an, half an hour of your time to like help me so all that information is in our announcements channel but if you want to play a duo game just go do that and fucking play this mobile game <laughs> hell yeah Awesome. Cool. Colton? That's my week. What about you, Colton? Yeah. Uh, so my week, um, in terms of ranked, I think I'm negative. from. I think I was Masters on the last show. Yeah, you were um, like, like Masters 100 because you said it was a Master 100 only show. Oh, true, true. Well, I'm at 24 points in D1 right now. So uh, I'm not qualified to speak on the show. And that's about it. I'll see you guys it's next It's just going to be Aiden for <laughs> for an hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's uh, I haven't been playing a ton of ranked, um, which still is a lot because it's me. But, you know. Okay. I was going to say. <laughs> for, for me, it has not been a lot. Of okay. Ranked. I see. I see. I see. Um, but that's still probably like 20 or 30 games this week. Um, I'm, I'm definitely going to start playing more Wukong. Um, just because I need to, like, I, I want to learn the character, and doing, like, a one-off game every few games isn't going to do it, so I'll probably need to put, like, 10, 15 games in a row on the character, mm-hmm. so maybe LP will go up, maybe LP will go down. Um, there was also a, a point there when, like, right after I had demoted, where I, I went back to the classic of just, like, I'm going to play a different role and a different champion every game, um, which kind of was working like i was playing well i had a kennen game where i popped the fuck off but it just didn't matter yeah um it was really upsetting i i did more damage than like our 80 carry jinx and our Akshan mid combined Oof, um there was there was like bad, man. yeah there was one fight where like they were taking baron and most of my team was like at like inhib and i snuck like all the way around through top into like the bush behind red buff and the back of the baron pit uh and i had swept and i had like there was a ward in the back of the baron pit so like that ward went down so they knew i was there and i just ulted into five of them killed three and brought two to like half and our team still managed to lose that fight <laughs> it was no i killed two people and brought everyone else down to half right so i did like three and a half full health bars and we still lost that fight it was it was so frustrating um but hey i uh i'll be back to masters by next week or if not i'll be d4 doesn't matter having fun playing the game um it's just video game it's just video game and you know what when i demote from masters i'm allowed to play with trevor again (laughs) (laughs) i i i definitely want to have a like conversation about that at some point because like 
I feel like hitting masters is just less fun than staying in diamond. So it, we can have this maybe next week as like a longer thing. But whenever I see the discourse on Reddit, it's like fucking they need to remove Duoki from the game. And I swear, like, or, like I swear it mostly comes from like people who are lower rank because I've never heard someone who's higher rank talk about not liking like not liking it being solo queue like i do agree that it's 100 percent more competitive having like solo queue because like you can go against fucking carrier guma yushi on fucking lck and you fucking mm-hmm. can't win that ever um but like overall it's it is video game and it is fun to play with friend <laughs> yeah yeah I, it's like it's so much fun to play senate chogath with whoever i'm down to play with like whoever is is on at the time which like i feel like colton and i you have you, you and I have different schedules, so it's never the two of us. <laughs> um, what do you mean? You play League one hour a week. I play League 100 hour a week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but the one... But that one hour does one not One hour of the 101 one of the week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but it's, uh, like, it, it's just fun to... Even just to be in comms with someone, um, mm-hmm. just, like, talking about the situation or venting, you know, um, haha, among us, us. I'm the imposter. Um, <laughs> uh, but it's just like, it's a way more fun way to play the game than just like, you know, sitting at your computer for however many hours, just hitting the queue up again button by yourself. You know, I, I don't know. It just, it, and then the way that I play the game does not lend itself necessarily well to sitting in masters. Um, so that's not very fun either, but we'll talk about it at some point yeah Um, and i think like again i I don't think there's really many high elo players who have an issue with it especially like if they just move the cap to i think like challenger or again and i've I've talked about this before the idea of just like a certain number of your games has to be solo for you to have more duo mm -hmm. at, at, at like that level where I think like there should be no limit. I think prior to to challenger in in my eyes, and even at that point, like as long as like half of your games are solo, I still really don't have an issue with it. Like obviously, yes, it's gonna suck if you like happen to lane into Karia Gumayushi or like you know in LCS bot lane if you're on the NA server. But I also don't really think that that's happening. That 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 would happen a ton. Because if those people are playing, they're probably scrimming another LCS bot lane. I, I think, like, my argument is it's a video game. You should be playing it for fun. Like, there's no realistic benefit to being Masters, like, versus Challenger, I, I think. Like, so mm-hmm. I don't, it's just it's just weird. Like, and- I, I get it, I guess. It's supposed to be this prestigious thing where you climb and then it's just all about your experience and and skill afterwards yeah it's just not it's just not as fun it's just so weird because like people like also like complain like oh people are duo boosted it's not like limiting it to fucking master plus like doesn't affect that like because you then then you have like i mean i'm I'm sure you guys have seen it like there's a ton of people who like are very much they have 90 percent win rates up to like d1 and then when they get the yeah. master, they insta fall back to D1, right? Because then they do go back up to master and they fall back to D1. It's like you have to either fully remove it or you have to like enable it for all. The fact that it's like this fragmented thing is so whack to me, but I don't know. But also, just, like, like, does it does it matter? Like truthfully, like who cares if someone is 90% win rate? Like legitimately, of course, uh, this doesn't, I mean, 
boosting or whatever is another thing. Um, but like it, do, do people really get upset at other people? I mean, the answer is yes, because it's, do do people who are the in this ELO get upset at each other? I would say yeah. for the most part, no. I would say most of the, like the like outcry about stuff like this comes from people who aren't in this ELO and have this idea of competitive integrity. Um, I don't know, and like I guess my only benefit, like only thing I could talk about is that I think if they remove duo from all of League, maybe flex becomes a more popular queue but like that's like a that's a maybe that's the only way that i think it would be fine by me but like i don't know i, I just fucking want to play with my friends man. yeah i mean that's Definitely. that's all that matters at the end of the day you know yeah i think one other point really quick i don't want to be on this forever is like i also think that they're one of the biggest issues with not having it available is that like aiden was saying you have a lot of those players who like let's say are maybe 300 point 400 point players and they're going to just play on alts up to D1 and then, like, dodge or let themselves decay because they want to <laughs> play with their friends. Like, that's ruining the game for players, like, throughout D4 to D1 or even, like, into, like, you know, 0 to 100 LP where it's like, oh, cool, I'm going to get smurfs every other game because these people are just playing on D1 accounts so that they can play with their friends. Like, and again, I don't blame them. Like, I would like to play with my friends. And if I was let's say a, a consistent 200 point player i would probably have a smurf in d1 that i played with you know aiden and nick and trevor like mm-hmm. more often but like fuck why why does it have to be like that it just yeah, feels really I, weird right at our elo where we're all like just low masters players so. mm-hmm. yeah we're, we're like it, it's literally between games right like yeah. it's not it, it's not like there was this big jump in skill or um you know we're playing against the vastly different set of players it's like well we played together last game but we won so i I, we can't play with each other anymore i accidentally promoted (laughs) yeah it's weird but anyway that's uh, about it for my week (laughs) uh nick how was yours uh so two weeks yeah i'm still recovering from being sick uh which is why i missed last week um it's just a cold is what the doctor said but I, uh, it's still kicking my butt a little bit. Um, uh, I played, I would say a pretty good amount of league this week. I was, I think master 16. So not this super high ELO. Um, but (laughs) I said not this high ELO, (laughs) um, but, uh, my peak. And then I, uh, got sick uh, went on vacation, had to play some decay games, whatever other copium I can inhale, um, and subsequently uh, demoted, dropped down, I think, all the way to D117, so exactly like 100 LP um, lower, and uh, have since climbed back up, back to Masters, um, playing a lot of characters that I, uh, like, well, not a lot of characters, but like, Playing Bard Senna, which is really fun. Um, I think my Bard win rate's like pretty cracked over like 30 games. Um, but having fun. Uh, have to shout out Soraka players who just let me counterpick Senna into it, um, which is uh, which is not something I thought I would say, uh, having been quite outspoken about Soraka as a character. Imagine if you played um, against my Soraka, though. Yeah, it would be so fucking easy. <laughs> I just fucking waltz the lane, man. I fucking <laughs> barely pay attention. It's fun. Yeah, um, that's kind of the like one of the nice things about some of the um, like more scaling 
so like enchantress supports is that you don't have to pay the most attention it's not yeah. like you're playing like level one nautilus or or thresh or whatever but um yeah at least been okay i suppose uh doing pretty well uh otherwise um i finally got around to watching everything everywhere all at once hell yeah is, uh i felt like it was a movie that i wasn't going to jo- enjoy at first and then boy howdy did it get super super good it won all the awards um, for a reason let's put it that way <laughs> yeah i enjoyed it a lot um i think that's pretty much it so oh. I, I guess we'll oh sorry go ahead fun trivia for the well not trivia um so like uh all, a lot of uh, a24 movies like do like uh, auctions of props like after so like uh-huh. it was an auction for all the stuff from like that movie right what do you think is the highest bidding like uh prop from that movie Ooh, i need to <laughs> oh man i'm i'm not gonna remember anything like any item now that you've put me on the spot yeah um i feel like it's gonna, it's, it's got to be like something pretty mundane i i don't know fucking oh raccoon-y. wait wait is it the oh, oh. raccoonie Ra- raccoonie <laughs> raccoonie that's, that's so fu- also like the fucking funniest thing about that movie raccoon yeah. is so fucking dude, good dude, it, it went for like a hundred thousand dollars or something that's insane i was gonna say the uh like butt plug the hot, hot dog fingers and the blood plug, butt plug were the next two i think highest uh that's like, so funny uh, but that's so funny um but yeah great movie i would definitely recommend it um cool uh i suppose let's get on with the show some lee cast news aiden yeah the um, tournament <laughs> i was gonna say just the tournament that i talked about already um really really fun um nick and i will do patron reviews we'll get them the op.gg reviews up done, done this week um outside of that i recorded just my weekly like little rant videos more just talking about um i don't remember what i was talking about actually what was it uh <laughs> I, I do them every single week and they're just like five minutes of me just talking about a topic um this past week was uh aiden talks about his 5v5 tournament for five minutes 54 seconds cool uh so yeah oh, i should have waited one more second five minutes 55 yeah, yeah, yeah. um it was fun uh I, i'll try to do keep doing those every week they're like pretty fun to record so nice um you just want to get into the the show then yeah we've got um, dev vlogs <laughs> yeah dev vlogs on dev vlogs they even released a dev vlog that the tldr of the other dev vlogs <laughs> uh, let me quickly just rip through these because uh i don't think they're very interesting i mean the fact that they released a tldr dev blog kind of shows you the content yeah. within them. um so the first one was the scarner one is pretty well hey we're working on the scarner um full rework he's taking a lot of time because we don't know what the fuck to do with him um he's pretty well unappealing in every single category <laughs> um and then they talk about like a bunch of stuff that they're trying to find themes they want to base around scorpions crystals and a good aligned heroic archetype um they talk about some things that fell through on designs and i think they're fucking cool um they say there's this super cool version of skarner where he could choose between multiple physical yeah. forms that drastically changed the gameplay of skarner um and skarner couldn't t- uh could take sorry couldn't take it as far as a new champion built for this uh, concept good so it's like shows him as like like a scorpion is like singers like really really big or like more of like a hermit crab type like uh crustacean so he's like more defensive and that i think it's so fucking cool but it does make sense that you trying that just sounds like you're building a new character at that point um and it probably yeah. takes too many resources um so they've kind of they're, they're still changing around a little bit they're still trying to find his theme um they've kind of found his home as this larger than life daemon type prote- protector of the place he calls home um and 
all that says, they end it with, hey, basically what we're saying is Impale is now AoE. Uh, so his, his ult is now going to be at lower duration cast time uh, with, uh, sorry, low duration cast time, no longer point and click, um, AoE Impale. So that's going to be cool. Um, definitely will make him a better character, like without a doubt. <laughs> um, but it's cool. I, I'm excited for it. Uh, they have tons of cool concept art in there. But for the most part, it's pretty old just saying, hey, we're still fucking around a little bit. So <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, the next one is on rel um, and overall the mid scope process so it's a lot of just talk about like how the fuck do we go through mid scopes like what do we do how do we like uh, what's our actual process all that's very interesting I'd recommend reading it rather than me relaying it to you um, and as for rel herself pretty well they said hey we need to make her less clunky that's kind of the justification for the entire rework is she's probably their least um popular newer character ever at least i would say yeah i think it's probably mm-hmm. safe to say um and yeah. kind of, she kind of feels like shit like i would say that she kind of like walks like she has a pickle up her ass um like this weird <laughs> fucking slow walk where it feels like sluggish and like almost like a season one character probably worse than a season one character at times to play when she's not mounted um yeah. and they're trying to figure out ways to change that and they even like talk about like hey we went back to the developer of it and he like was talking about like the original thing and she used to be this really really fast character when she was mounted she was on a horse so she'd run really fast and then she was called the int horse because you just run in and kill yourself uh, like, that's really so fast. fucking funny but either way they're trying to like they're obviously looking at ways to bring her into this more newer age um more fun to play play style because let's be real sluggish characters aren't fun to play like you no. want to click a character and you want them to feel good and i think she is the worst character in the game when it comes to like feel I, when i feel when you're clicking around when she's unmounted it feels like you're like slowed by like a wither or something it's so weird I mean, because mm-hmm. you are effectively right yeah. like it's just yeah. not fun and the benefits is not worth the um uh the payoff yeah it's it's really weird yeah so like as someone who's played a, a good bit of rel like one i think the one one big issue is that she is actually very good right now so like as as bad as it feels she yeah. is actually a very good character um, you know, I, I think her, she feels okay to play if you know how to play her. Um, but I like her Q and her auto attack feel like absolute shit regardless. I, 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 I don't know why she fucking has a, an attack speed slow, like uh, or a slow attack speed. It's so fucking stupid. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I can tell you why it's because if she didn't, you could play her top lane as like a tank producer with grasp and you absolutely would fucking destroy people. I think she would be ass cheeks there too. <laughs> I, I just think the movement is the biggest thing. I think she gets punished for yeah. it. One thing I wanted to ask Colton, cause you play Rel is, is this a normal thing? Cause I played with a rel a couple days ago and she was like first time rel. So her AD carry is telling her to play. Is it normal to start unmounted, like, in, like, yeah. bush? Because that's fucking whack. That's so... I, if I played Rel a million games without seeing any other anyone else play it, I would never fucking start unmounted in my fucking life. That's crazy. It, I, I typically didn't, because you have a lot more damage if you land your, your jump from mounted they started um, unmounted in like the bush and bottom lane um yeah and then, and then, like, then so when them. you do your thing to, you flip them backwards and it's a guaranteed hit mm. um I, I i don't do that i don't i haven't seen a lot of rels do it because i think if you're if you're decent at rel you should believe that you're able to land your mounted w which is going to cc them both deal more damage and get you you know 
on top of them. I, I, I mean, the reason the reason you do it is because it's guaranteed, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's just an auto attack versus a skill shot that's pretty telegraphed. I, I just, um, I guess. I, I, I mean, I, I just think... thought it was one of those things where, like, obviously it has some level of, like, usefulness, and I've never seen it before, and I would have never in my life ever thought of doing that. And it's like, that's fucking crazy. Character, characters yeah. can be that unclear, really. <laughs> they, they can't. I, I, I personally don't think it's very good. Like I, I, I think the like a, a decent equivalent would be like, yeah, that's why you start Eon Blitzcrank is so you can run up and E them. It's like no, nobody starts I, Eon Blitzcrank. I mean, but there, I, I think the difference is like Blitzcrank Q is pretty like quick, like it's pretty fast compared to Rel W. It, right? it like, is, but I also I, like I just, characters I just are think her, level one. I just think her fucking W blows cock like at level one. Like you go to W them, they flash out of it, and then you're fucking two hundred movement speed mm-hmm. for like. 10 seconds like i don't know i i fucking yeah. hate the character <laughs> mm-hmm. but any, yeah, anyways so I'm, like, I'm, I'm glad that they're reworking her i think i get yeah hopefully yeah. the the attack speed and like movement speed giga slows are, are adjusted so i think like the idea of i'm really slow but i'm really tanky like it, in your head that sounds good when somebody tells you that that sounds good but like you're still the support you're not that tanky and then you also like look at just the game and you're like, oh, well, Garen exists and he's twice as tanky as I am, but he went phase rush and is fucking zooming across the screen at 700 movement speed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, but anyways, uh, the rest of that de- uh, dev blog is probably talking about, hey, yeah, so Rel's midscope is coming. Um, Yumi's kind of jumped in front of all these characters. Nico's is still coming. Um, they're still running into like a bunch of tech issues with their passive. And then new- newly announced, Ivern's getting a midscope, uh, which with a focus on improving Daisy. So that's kind of fun. Uh, I think hmm. Ivern's just a weird spot because I do think he's like kind of cool for the jungle, but I also think he kind of breaks how a lot of that stuff works. Um, yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where, like, he's. Some people think he's fucking awful, and then you have people like Jamaican Banana who fucking hit rank one playing AP Ryburn. So, like, I don't know. He's, he's a little wacky. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, and then outside of that, they go into a different dev blog um, talking about. Well, sorry, uh, a different dev blog talking about like uh, skin um, upcoming skin lines. A bunch of. I mean, I don't care too much about like them teasing skin lines. I've never been a huge fan of that. Um, the only cool thing is they announced um, they're doing skins for Udir Shivana and Doctor Mundo, which are kind of like very like low low play rate characters, which is cool. Um, they're bringing the three more characters we were voting for reworks on two and a half years ago. It pretty well just means you're not they're not getting reworks enough anytime soon. Uh, I guess Udir got a rework, but um they're bringing more um wild rift skins to league that will come in july the first batch it's going to be like the star guardian ones um star guardian senna oriana and seraphine um and then they also announced which is, i think is the biggest fucking piece of news in this thing is the blue essence emporium is coming back uh this mid-year with a bunch of tech improvements so it's not going to look any different this year it's just going to function better for them on the back end but in the future they're going to do like lots of cool things with it which is fun um i'm very excited for that um oh and then fucking one more thing we're testing out quick play replacement for blind pick um quick play lets you choose your role in champion combinations when you queue you'll skip champions up and get right into the game so this is like people probably most of our audience didn't play the game like five years ago but there used to be a thing called um team builder is what it was called i think yeah mm-hmm. um where you choose your character in role that you want to play and you just queue up and you'd accept people and whatever characters they're playing and then you jump right into game so this is going to be like a blind pick where i queue up with colton and nick i select that i'm going to play Chograth. nick selects he's going to play senna colton selects he's going to play jarvid and it will just auto queue us into a game as those three characters um and it will queue us with like obviously a jungle and a mid or a top and a that's mid. sick um and I, fucking what a great replacement for blind pick that, that's just like yeah. that's what blind pick should be because 
you're picking your shit anyways, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. so, That's awesome. Cool. That would be. Uh, I actually will start using that though. Like, I think it's actually like a super fun way to like just get into games if you don't really give a shit about like team comps and stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, um, I also think that's a really good tool for like when new champions are out. Yeah. Where it's just like, okay, hey, I want to play Milio. I only want to play Milio. I'm okay to wait like a 10 minute queue to get it as opposed to like doing draft and it gets banned or doing blind pick and hoping you're the first person to select it. Yeah. Yeah. I also am excited if they've released a character with obvious like weaknesses, um, just full drafting a blind pick uh, team <laughs> that counters <laughs> them because be you so know they're going to be on funny. the enemy team like day of. Oh, oh that's so, much so fun. fucking funny. That's my favorite way to fucking play leagues, make other people have less fun than me. <laughs> um, and then there's also just a dev blog on Milio. Um, personally, I don't care enough to go into it. It's just very much like how the thematics and gameplay and abilities came to be. Like, um, why is his W called Cozy Fireplace or whatever the fuck it's called? <laughs> and it, uh, it, It's very nice for like the building of the character and thematic. It's just um, I would recommend go reading it rather than me explaining why his E's called Warm Hugs. So... <laughs> Cool. Want to jump into the patch notes? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, so we got 13.6 patch notes. Um, Starting we'll go with this. Ash. Yeah, pretty quickly. <laughs> well, Milio. Um, oh, Milio exists. Yeah. He, he will. Well, he doesn't exist yet. He'll exist tomorrow. Yeah. He exists. He's just tomorrow's not enabled. Is, tomorrow's his due date. Yeah, that's pretty exciting we have a name picked out and everything uh hey uh first character that is in the game ash passive damage to targets with her frost slow has been increased uh so better for ad carry ash i feel like worse for support ash i think ad carry ash is very very good by the way uh mm -hmm. played a game of it which is a huge huge sample size um but it, uh, it it felt very, very strong. Um, next is Aurelian. So I actually want to talk a little bit about him. That's why I kind of jumped in here. Um, sure. So his E cooldown is being increased. His R uh, upgrade star uh, dust requirement is being increased. And his CC duration is being decreased. And the cast range is being decreased. So they've gone back and forth a bunch of times in these changes. I am really upset that they decided to go with the um, star requirement for Sky's Ascend. I think that's a really bad change. Um that's the upgraded ultimate for those who are not familiar. So it's going from 75 Stardust to 100. You already only get to cast it maybe four or five times in a game, I would say, on average. This is probably going to bring that down to like three or four in a game, um, which I think that's the cool part of his kit. Maybe just nerf it so it's less strong yeah. so, rather than nerfing it. Because it, it creates these scenarios where you have your ultimate and you can't use it because you need to save it for other things. And I feel like those are bad feeling gameplay experiences. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, and it's going to create more of those because it's obviously now a harder to get thing. And it's like, I mean, it's getting weakened as well, which is also another thing. But the other thing I want to fucking talk about is the E change. They're making his E so it's a static cooldown. This is going to be very similar to the Seraphine change like years ago, where I don't think you ever point put another point to E. Like, I really don't, because, like, most of the damage from your E comes from AP ratios and Stardust. Those are the two scaling parts of it. Like, obviously, the execute from Stardust and the AP ratio from, like, the actual damage. Um, the only thing you get from upgrading the level of it is 40 base damage, I think. Um, I'm trying to find the base damage right here. Um, where is it? Uh, I, I can't even find the damage. Either way, it's, it's like, it, I think it's a, at most 100 base damage from, like, 40 to 150 or something like that. Uh and so most of the damage obviously comes from like AP scaling. All most of the execute comes from Stardust, um, and it, it just increases to 100 mana. That, all it does is increase to 100 mana if you upgrade it. I think it's the ability where you put one point in at level one, and then you fucking 
maybe don't even put points in it at 14 15 16 that's wild uh, like it, it's like once again i i may i think i might be a little bit silly to say maybe you don't put it at 14 15 but you definitely don't put another point into it until 14 like and yeah. it, the fact that it can even be uh theory crafted that you don't put a point into it when you can put point when you can't put any points into any other abilities is crazy to me i feel like that's like just the the definition of a poorly designed change right mm-hmm. so I yeah i mean maybe, for sure for sure we'll see if that actually happens but i just think it's like what's the fucking benefit because you get 20 base damage on it on this fucking execute ability like <laughs> i don't know yeah. it's so weird to me but i'm upset i'm upset that they changed the stardust requirement i feel like they're nerfing this character in the wrong way but yeah i i agree i think um the, the way you put it is a, a a really good way to do it it um it's just not a fun it, it's not fun when you know we had a one trick and he said you should never push the button for one kill right like that's yeah. just that just feels bad like you you play the game to hit your buttons and to not hit your buttons doesn't feel good like i would almost rather they go the complete opposite way and make it it requires less stardust it's like 50 per and it's just weaker alt. right and it's just a lot weaker right it's just yeah. it, is, it is like it has the alt, base alt thing but like and it just still does the aoe but it doesn't like doesn't do as much damage it doesn't do like the extra stun it still just does the knock up or whatever um yeah like or, there's just ways that you can go about it where it makes the character still feel fun to play it doesn't feel like you're limiting yourself but like i don't know man this just makes you actually sad <laughs> yeah and it's it's already so much harder to get in mm-hmm. the yeah. game when you aren't like pushing waves i mean obviously when you have the massive range on e and the massive aoe of it you can start using it to just like farm champions for stardust in team fights which mm-hmm. I, mean, I guess now you have a, a source of it but to me i feel like a way you could do it and this is something i'd mentioned a while back when they were like hey we need to fix aurelian is just have some if not all of his abilities have a cap on their like stardust ratio yeah and then once that cap is met that's when like the cost of skies goes down right where let's say like your ability stops scaling after 300 stacks but after 300 stacks you know your your startup your your skies descend costs 75 and then after 400 it only costs 50 and after 500 it only costs you know 35 like i like that a lot again yeah right like it's again you you want him to be really good late game but obviously he was too strong i I don't know i feel like capping some of those or like diminishing returns or like again if you if you do like break points it's a lot easier right like you know they they do that for syndra and for victor and like a lot of characters where it's like abilities get stronger but they don't get indefinitely stronger like indefinitely more range which is you know very frustrating to play against Mm mm-hmm or indefinitely more execute range or percentage. <laughs> yeah. Like we just talked about Rel and how like she feels really con clunky and bad to play. I just don't want him to get to the point where it's like, oh, his ult is literally so important that you have to you can't fight until you get it. And if you have it, you can't do anything until like an actual objective. It just like man, that just makes it just it just seems silly to me. But he is OP, so I mean I, yeah, I can't or... fucking go against that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and I think you you're pointing out a really like very possible and very bad for the game situation where let's say it's like baron or elder it spawns in three minutes yeah and you're like you know taking your blue buff and their jungler shows up and if you don't ultimate he's going to kill you like 100 yeah. i don't know it's a, it's a fed lisa yeah. i don't know but you don't ultimate because if you do 
you kill him and you walk away, but you certainly lose the Baron fight in three minutes. Yeah. Like, what <laughs> the so fuck gross. is that? And I understand, well, like, I, I think choices are good for the game. Yeah, like, was, mm-hmm. It feels like we are approaching the idea of choices that affect the overall gameplay pattern of your character and enjoyment of like the thematic, you know what I mean? Yeah, I was just about to say, I do think choices are good for the game, but I think choices on the level of like, do I want to use polymorph or do I want to speed up my AD carry? Like is a good choice that can affect the outcome of the game, but not like you still get to press a button, right? You still get to do something versus I will actively do nothing because it will hinder me to to press this button. And and right? maybe and maybe I, what like, this all uh, means is like maybe his alt is does too much, right? Like maybe it's so good that like you're making shit decisions because it's too good, right? It's like if there was a character that had like the fucking, you know, Yu-Gi-Oh time wizard, you flip a coin, you fucking wipe their team or your team gets wiped or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like like if a character had that, it's like that's gonna warp the whole fucking game, right? So maybe Sky's Descent just needs to be a lot weaker, and maybe them weakening it here will make it so it's easier to make those decisions. But like, it feels like you can do a lot to make the character feel good while making these choices. But I, mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe, maybe once again, maybe we're going way too far ahead, and this will be fine. It feels fine. I just think that we are a change or two away from making this character just feel like shit to play. Yeah, I, yeah. and I feel like that line of reasoning is something generally that doesn't exist in league in, in terms of like character uses X ability. I think it exists in terms of like items and like macro choices for summoner spells, which like historically, right. Are going to be like the four minute, five minute cooldowns, right? Like I'm not going to fight here because I'll lose my GA and I won't have my GA for bear. And like, I think that's fine. I'm not going to TP bot and I'm just going to let my bot lane die. Cause if I do use TP, I'm going to like lose X or not be able to do other thing. I think that those again, like have much more of a precedent and is not champion specific, which is good. Yeah. And, and again, you, you opt into those, those, those things a lot more. Whereas it's like, okay. I, I, yeah. That that's scenario yeah, I mean, of like, like, I'm just not going to cast skies and let myself die. Or like let, no, we like, lose this fight. Not to stay on this for too long, but I think you bring up a great point with the summer spells because it is a very common thing that, hey, you start hitting Baron because you pull their top laner's TP, right? So what's the difference between that and then you go for Aurelian Soul when he has Sky so that he uses it so that you, like, you're pulling that ability, right? And in theory, there's nothing different, but I do think it completely changes, like, you're taking a summoner spell on your character versus you're fucking just, like, breaking the ankles of the character, you know what I mean? It, it feels like those are two different things, but even though they are very similar, I guess. But. Mm-hmm. It does, yeah. Anyways, that's a lot. Sorry, I I, yeah, I saw these changes and it kind of made me a little bit mad. But mm-hmm. that's Aurelian. Up next is Doctor Mundo. Base health regen is being increased. His health regen scaling is being decreased. His W recast timer is cut in half from one second to half a second, and his E damage to jungle monsters is increased. So he'll be better at jungling. And the health regen change is pretty negligible. I mean, you're you're stronger. You have more health regen till level like ten, but it's also still pretty negligible overall. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gal is up next. W magic and physical damage reduction is increased, and the E cooldown is decreased. Hell yeah. Next, our favorite character, Talon's base mana is increased. His base passive damage is increased. His AD ratio is increased. His W mana cost is decreased. <laughs> That's kind of scary, I feel like. There's a lot of buffs for him. 
Nick was fucking spectating my game where I had to just talent, and he fucking just goes in and kills the support in front of like four people and jumps over four walls. And I'm like, dude, this character makes me gonna fucking mm-hmm. kill myself. Holy it's shit. It's funny because I feel like I've been complaining about this character for ages. And like, I don't know. I feel like he's not very good right now, like, to be around. honest. But yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. But but it doesn't mean he's not frustrating to play against. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think funny. I think Talon is a really good example of not overpowered, but very unfun to play against. Where it's like, hey, you're in combat or were CC'd half a second ago, and then you just jump over six walls away. Like that that doesn't seem very fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but hey, that's uh, that's that's the character. Maybe they change it someday. Maybe they don't. Up next, Vane. Passive movement speed is up by a flat fifteen. That's big. Uh, tumble AD ratio. Her dash ability is up by fifteen uh, percent at first rank, but up to plus twenty thirty five percent at max rank. Um, and then the empowered attack duration has been lowered from seven down to three. Uh, if you think that that's a nerf, um, you're incorrect. It's it, a nerf in very few scenarios. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so generally what this is going to do is like, if you're just popping cues to like get you back to lane faster, you get to cast a lot more of those. And generally you're not like queuing and then walking around for six seconds hoping to get one auto attack. If you queue, you auto-attack immediately after. It's, it's very rare that that's going to be worse. Uh, and finally, Silver Bolt's percentage health damage has been increased at lower ranks, decreased at max rank. Uh, so we're likely going to see uh, more crit veins with Q-Max as opposed to the on-hit W-Max veins. I do just want to step in and hear it. Like, they don't fucking say it in here because I, I, don't, I, th- I, don't, I don't think the people who do the patch notes write the patches um like you do pa- the people who pa- balance the game don't write the patch notes because um it says base movement speed 30 to 45 and her ultimate triples movement speed from her passive it the yeah. movement speed from her alt is still the same on live than oh, it is nice. after this okay. so they're not if she's not getting an extra 45 from this change on her alt um it's gonna say the That's same funny. like at 90 um because I, the fact that they didn't write that here is crazy because if you know how that character works you go oh my god this character can just run yeah. mock 400 at you <laughs> but it's just good to know Cool. Uh, Vigar, his base health is decreased, his base armor is decreased, his W base damage is decreased. Yeah, this is a change it, where fucking they, they are nerfing all Vigar because bot Vigar is too good. So it, It's really funny to me that like I, I feel like we didn't see a lot of bottom Vigar before the the like Q range buffs, but we're like we're not reverting that specifically. I mean, we do mm-hmm. this thing, Nick, around here where uh, character's absolutely fine and then you buff something and all the mains go please no please don't fucking buff that please god my character's gonna get fucking gutted later and they go no we buff this and then the character gets fucking and then they nerf some it. other aspect of, <laughs> like, of it yeah not the not just like slightly reverting the the, yeah. the buffs i don't know it's yeah. weird but anyways a poor poor mid vigar mains but this is needed yeah i mean they're they're a lot more vulnerable to like 80 assassins and in the bot lane you're also going to be a lot more vulnerable to the 80 carries right with less armor and less health i i don't think that this is going to be enough to push him out like no. 25 health three armor your w scaling just doesn't even matter uh yeah no it's just it's just more 15 funny. base damage doesn't matter when you have 700 ap yeah it's uh, more like comical and, than anything <laughs> yeah that they that they buffed like something and they say it's too strong let's let's nerf completely different things yeah he is giga safe bot though it's ridiculous yeah Yumi, everyone's favorite cat. 
she's back in patch notes. They're doing a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> uh, Q, cooldown is decreased, or well, instead of scaling down with level, it's just a flat six and a half seconds. So it's a buff until fourth and fifth rank in the ability at fourth. It's just a buff. Even. We can just say that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's yeah. It's it's, it's a buff. Um, what is it? I mean, it's a nerf early. I think a buff it's, late. No, it's a buff early, and then it's a nerf late. It's a point two five second early. nerf. Well, yeah, 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 I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, but the, the, the mana sorry. cost is increased, the missile speed is decreased, yeah. and the range is decreased. So overall, it's a nerf to Q. Yeah, yeah. I would say. Mm -hmm. uh, ultimate, final chapter, um, the overheal on it lasts uh, instead of three seconds for one and a half seconds. Um, and then the bonus armor and magic resistance that you gave your best friend if you hit them with a heal wave is gone because why did it have that <laughs> I, I i god dude i i want so badly for there to be like a quiz show where they get 10 yumi mains and they ask them what her their characters their like their abilities actually do and what the difference is if you do it on a best friend and watch nine of them not know I just think a lot of people who play League of Legends don't know what their characters. Fucking when I was asking Trevor about the Aesol thing, and he was like, he was angry with me that like mm -hmm. he's like, no, the yeah. fucking the, the what was it? It was Q range, right? I'm like, it scales with the character level, and he's like, no, it scales in startup. And I'm, he's like, actually mad. I'm like, I literally have the Wikipedia page pulled up right here. <laughs> like, um, I don't know, but I do, I do think it's like comical that Yumi was the stat character. She gives a bunch of stats to the characters she's on it before ap obviously um and they're like that's that was bad for the game you can't just give ap to characters we'll give them armor and magic yeah. resist, <laughs> and like not a insignificant amount either 40 you know? yeah uh, rank two it's a lot <laughs> yeah. more more than brom gives when you tell you stand behind me <laughs> <laughs> yeah um cool on to the item changes i'll probably just rip through these pretty quick um bloodthirster's shield is going down it's going to scale uh, a little bit differently um because we're hopefully going to get out of this bloodthirster overheal yeah. uh fucking nightmare meta um nashra's tooth is getting an interesting change the truck cost is going up by 200 but it's getting ability haste it's getting 15 ability haste in its place i don't know what characters really use this too much uh very very strange change to me um, i really like this as an echo and shivana player echo makes sense shivana makes sense like it's just it, it is strange though because it's like i don't know how many characters want 15 ability haste for 200 gold but maybe there's more than i can yeah. think of but i, I don't know I, like guinezir maybe but i'm also very yeah. much Gwen is, a, Gwen is a great example actually um, I'm very much a person who cares a lot about item costs and I, I'm always like very hesitant when I see items go up costs and like what stats you're actually getting for it so yeah I think part of this also is just that a codex as opposed to a random tome is is a much better component mm-hmm um, to the point where, like, I've seen, like, in Masters, Gwen players literally just buy, like, four Fiendish Codexes yeah. and then go into their actual items yeah. from there. Because it, it is very efficient on its own. I'm glad Gwen's getting some buffs with this. I, I also good. think it, it gives you, like, some... A, a level of, like, you can just buy the Codex and then decide from there. Like, let's say yeah. I'm Echo and I've got, alternate, or I've got my uh, Rocket Belt and Lich Bane. And I buy Codex because so I'm like, I'm going to go Nashra's Tooth this game. And then I die four times and I'm like, I'm going to go Zonia's Hourglass. Yeah. <laughs>
Um, next is Navori. It's getting its uh, cooldown reduction autos from 15% to 12%. It's just like being slightly too good compared to Infinity Edge. So hopefully this will like swap, swap a lot of like, for example, Zeri is I think a good, a good user. She probably will swap to IE because um, IE is like really, really good on her. Um, yeah, I think so, IE was better on her beforehand. I'm, uh, I'm not convinced that like having perma E uptime is as good as like the, the damage that you get from without it. Without a doubt in solo queue, I think IE was better. In pro play, it's like arguable, right? Like because... I do think having like a three second or five second E cooldown on Zeri is pretty crazy yeah, I, in my pro I, play, I guess but... I meant from, from solo yeah. perspective, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think she'll switch to IE. Um, and then it's just a bunch of rune changes. Legend Blondine is getting a tiny little nerf. It's barely anything. Lethal Tempo for ranged characters is getting like an early game nerf, which I think is good because I think Lethal Tempo is way too yeah. good of a rune. Um, and then they're nerfing all the drakes, not the drake souls, but the actual drakes themselves, like the bonuses that you get just by like a little bit, just trying to nerf like the early game impact of killing drakes and the stacking, uh, which I think is probably good for the game. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, lots of ARAM adjustments, some, uh, clash, which will be on March 25th and 26th. Um, so make sure you pay attention to that. Um, did we already talk about... This is their normal Q thing. conundrum. Oh, this I is see. their because uh, go check out blind pick. Oh, this is gonna be fun. <laughs> yeah, hold on. They they give a good like give us good a good hint. Even a Pora would jump for joy. Uh, you but can't resist tipping your hat in approval. What do you think it's gonna be? Fucking so funny. I bet. I don't know. I I hope they mute us again and just have bots <laughs> talk to each other. <laughs> I hope they have Chat GPT. Yeah, like they feed it solo queue data and uh, go from there. That'll be fun. Yeah. Cool. Um, <clears throat> cool. We uh we have uh some slight LP changes. Um, the win and loss amount when your visible rank is approximately equivalent to your uh, MMR will go from twenty two to twenty five, which is nice. And they've smoothed out gain and loss values at the extremes of MMR and rank disparity. Um, we've got some mythic shop stuff. Check it out. They're depreciating the thirty two bit client. Um, which is like less than 1% of the player base, they said, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, lots of bug fixes and Fairy Queen Karma, Fairy Court Katarina, Seraphine, Fiora, Callista, Ezreal, Milio, uh, Prestige, Fairy Court Katarina, and Ashen Guardian Shin. I don't care for the skins, but I think the splash arts are very cool. Yeah, uh, the splash arts I, are super sick. I do want to mention one thing we did skip by because I just think it's really interesting and I, I don't know... If I, I I think it's fine. I don't love it or hate it. But they're adding a notification of bystander feedback reports where if you were in a game with somebody who then like gets banned, currently if you report them, it'll be like notification. Someone you reported got banned. They're now going to add that to say someone you chose not to report got banned. Hell yeah. <laughs> I think it's like, kind of cool because if someone's mean uh, yeah. like, and you don't report them, it's still nice to know, hey, that mean guy like got punished, right? Yeah, it's like when you're fucking also, driving down the road and someone speeds past you and the cops pull them over. You didn't report them, but you're happy that they got pulled that's over. That's true. I, I, yeah. need a, I need a like a name, you know? You, David. Like, you reported... Yeah, you reported David on Wednesday for... This is his uh, home address. That's what he things. looks like. For <laughs> yeah. saying this is his job. We've forwarded... This is a, his net worth. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but like... I. I because I, I feel like... I don't know about you guys, but if you log in and you've reported anyone... I feel like you've gotten a, a feedback report. Yeah, I get one every, every time I log time. Yeah. Um, so I like I need some of their names. I need some context, you know? <laughs> it just cool. says the Draven player you reported got banned. The Draven player that, that ran it down and said uh, and, and called you a mean name is gone. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, We've I don't think th- th- there's no way they're ever actually going to uh, no, tell you no. who. I could see a world where they add to that notification. Like the player you reported for like this type, right? Where you go to select it and it's like, yeah, the player you reported for intentional feeding got banned or the player you reported for racism got like uh, banned. I I could see that. And I I think that that is helpful. One, it's nice to know even if you didn't report them, but also, and and the point that they're trying to make is like encouraging people to report people. Cause I think Mm -hmm. there's a lot of, players who have given up on reporting other players because they're like nothing's going to happen they're not going to get banned why waste my time mm-hmm. um and as as tough as it is and as like much as the problem's not going to go away you can make it a little bit better by like not being toxic and reporting toxic people you should be able to send them a message when you get the report thing you're allowed to send them a fucking message that when they have to log in they have to see like your message <laughs> <laughs> The person who helped get you banned says, "And you, they can counter-report you if you say something mean." Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like okay, that. but <laughs> but if you are going to send those messages, they should be anonymous and be protected by NordVPN, who can help you remain anonymous nice. and uh, shield your web traffic from prying eyes. You know, it's it's a really great service. They've been our sponsors for several months now. And their uh, their bonus offer is getting even better, where if you use our exclusive creator link, which is nordvpn.com forward slash leadcast, you're going to get a huge discount on your NordVPN plan and a bonus four months. That's right, four, even more than three. It's four months free on top of that discount. All of that is going to be completely risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. Uh, it's a super good service. They've got lightning fast speeds. You can connect in whatever country from whatever location you want. There's servers everywhere. Get really fast connection. Again, protect your web traffic. Get around geo-blocking if you're trying to watch a streaming thing. They've got password protection and cloud data storage. It's all great. Again, all of that available. NordVPN.com forward slash leadcast. Again, you're going to get that huge discount and four bonus months on top. Thanks so much to Nord. Hell yeah. You want to talk about um, LCS playoffs really quick? Yeah, I would love to. Um, you want to go through the standings? or Do you have them pulled up? Or I, have them, I have them pulled up if you don't. Um, so. No, I, I don't have them pulled up currently. Cool. Uh, from 10th to 1st, Dignitas, Immortals, <laughs> Team Liquid, <laughs> uh, TSM, Golden Guardians, Evil Geniuses, CLG, 100 Thieves in 3rd, FlyQuest in 2nd, Cloud9 in 1st. Um, things to note, obviously, is Dignitas looked embarrassing. Team Liquid, their, their full fucking Korean roster got eighth, which Absolutely is funny. wild, yeah. Uh, Golden Guardians uh, hasn't broke the streak of every single split they've ever been in the LCS. They haven't had a positive win rate, um, which is fucking crazy because they, they look like they're going to, but they ended 50% win rate. Um, also, crazy that CLG gets hate when fucking Golden Guardians have been in this fucking scene for like nine splits or something and they haven't had a positive mm-hmm. win rate they, they should have just done an exhibition game between dig and golden guardians as like an extra freebie game so they can yeah. have 51 percent. yeah um yeah and then obviously it's cool that clg got fourth um and then it's crazy that 100 thieves fucking their <laughs> their season uh record was like they went like five won their first like two weeks or something like the first three weeks or something like that and they went like zero six and then they went like five one again or something crazy or whatever it like was yeah. it's something it's so streaky. very streaky mm-hmm. yeah um and then obviously cloud nine and FlyQuest both look really really good um and then we're into playoffs so um this week we have on thursday clg plays fly or plays cloud nine on friday we have 100 thieves plays FlyQuest, and then on saturday and sunday the losers of those two games play golden guardians and eg respectively 
I'm worried for my boys. Yeah, still just fucked, man. Like, I mean, these first two matches are so easy to predict. Like, it's crazy, but... Yeah. Oh, oh, it's the other way around, by the way. Silji plays on Friday. 100 mm. Thieves Flies plays on Thursday. Okay. I, I assumed it was, like, the... I guess it makes sense to have your first seed play, like, a day later, but... Mm-hmm. It's it's weird because, like, the CLG Cloud9 is match one. Yeah. But yeah. match two happens first. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, um, I expect that we'll have a... Uh, I, I think the only wild card between C9 and Fly is 100 Thieves. Um, They're very so streaky ex- right now. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So it's like I, I expect we see Cloud9 for sure. I think Fly's looked a little bit shaky in the past couple of weeks, just considering like they were what, like 12 and 1, 13 and 1, like something absolutely nuts. Um, yeah. And dropped to like only 15 and 4 um, or 14 and 5, sorry. But. Yeah, I, I it, it'll be interesting to see uh, 100 Thieves fly um, because I do think CLG Cloud9 is almost 100% Cloud9, um, but we'll see. It'll be fun. It'll be fun to watch. I think it's hard to predict Cloud9 not to win the split at this point, um, personally. I think so, too. I think so, too, yeah. And I mean, I, Cloud9 is my favorite team uh, in LCS, but <laughs> I do think it's like they just look a cut above the rest. And I think they have issues yeah. in their like, game plan, too. I think MNS like, is... I think, he, by the way, I think he looks fucking rough, but I also think he like is the exact player you need for like an international like level um, who can actually... Oh, like, he's like he's like so feast or famine, but when he feasts, it's like absolutely insane. Also, I, I see, keep seeing people shit on his Jace. His Jace wasn't great, but like the amount of fucking damage he does while like dying twelve times in yep. a game on mm-hmm. Jace is crazy. Like it's actually it, it's insane. Still, it's still better than any other Jace I think we've seen, like in in those positions. You yeah, know? for sure. Um, I I, I do think Cloud CLG is good though. Like just just to give them credit, like I'm a fucking CLG hater. I think they have like bottom three players in like every role. Um, which is probably not fair if I'm it's being friendship. completely honest. Dokla probably is near the top of the pack for tops, and Palafox is probably near the top for mids. Um, and Luger honestly isn't that bad either. I just think that we have a lot of mid tier AD carries. But I think fucking Pooms like not great contracts is fine but we have a lot of good junglers like it just i'm just not excited about a single one of their fucking players and they just somehow get early leads and play decent macro but then they like lose games off dumb shit so yeah i mean i'm I'm super excited when we get like good contracts um but it's like it's so 50 50 um but i i think uh, like what team are you most excited for um like uh, on the international stage because i think it's easy to say like Oh, Cloud9, FlyQuest. Um, I mean, I think, I think we're fucked on the international stage. Like, I was very excited at the beginning of Split. Um, I still yeah. think it's an issue that our best support in the region is Sven. Um, mm. When, like, I think Berserker's insane. I think Berserker is easily an international uh, AD carry. I think yeah, um, sure. Blabber's easily an international jungler. Same with Speaker, to be honest. Uh, obviously, Prince is an international AD carry. Um, even if you look like mid lane, MNS and Vikla, I think they can both be international like mids like on that mm-hmm. level. Then you have <laughs> Fudge and Impact are fine. They will get gapped at the international level. And then for support, you have fucking uh, Isla slash Winsome and then Sven. I like these players. They're fucking not good, like compared to other inter- international players. <laughs> like, and it, that sucks yeah. when fucking have Prince and Berserker who look great, but in two v two lanes, man, uh, I can tell 2v2 you that two v two versus like carrier carrier Guma. Yeah, right? like, like how do you do that? I think Berserker or Prince could do fine into Guma. I think Berserker with yeah. Sven and then Prince with Isla don't very do very good into fucking Guma carrier. Like. 
I'm I'm kind of concerned. I don't have to like drag this on for too long because uh, we're approaching the end. But I'm kind of concerned for NA's response to double marksman bot lane because I don't think we've like seen it as much as we have for other regions. I mean, it's being played less in other regions as well, which is nice, but it's still playable. Yeah, yeah I'm I'm just worried that like I don't think we've seen like we've seen a handful of games, I guess, but not. Uh, like what do you play into it if not another ad carry like do we have an answer for that right no it'll, it'll be it'll be interesting um it should be a fun dynamic like clash of of um of uh play styles so i i do hope to god that we get send cloud nine and FlyQuest though like <laughs> as much as obviously the best team that wins this will be that like it's two teams that go in msi for context um um mm-hmm. i do think it'd be really cool to see clg or 100 thieves at uh msi they will get embarrassed. I at least have hope that Cloud9 and FlyQuest have the structure to maybe make some level of impact. Like, dude, fucking watching yeah. 100 Thieves at fucking MSI, man. They're going to try to play fucking Scion, like, wait 50 minutes and let your Jinx carry comp, Scion which Jinx, works really yeah. well mm-hmm. uh, in LCS. And it's not going to work at it's not gonna work at MSI. <laughs> no, I can't wait to see Zeus just play, like, Gnar and solo kill. Fiora or, or something, Jackson. yeah. Like, yeah, yeah I, I, the, and that's, like, I mean, bias aside, sort of why I want to see like CLG internationally, because I do think they're not as tied to like a North American meta that, uh, you, you know, 100 Thieves. I, I would even say like to some extent, um, FlyQuest and even lesser so like Cloud9 is. Yeah, um, it, it's interesting because they're like definitely more skill gapped than these other teams, but they're probably like less meta gapped than these teams. <laughs> yeah, I, I I think the way that they play the game is better than other teams. I just think they don't execute it as well as they need to a lot of the times, um, which is why I think it would be fun to see them internationally to see if they could like, I don't want to say cheese wins because I don't think they're, they're cheesing, um, but play the game the way that they see fit and seeing that different from like the the like lck or lpl light that i feel like we usually see from the western teams uh at, at international events for sure yeah so it'll be I'm very excited uh yeah cool uh so this week's roundtable quest or last week's roundtable question was um pitch a new game for riot forge using the league of legends ip we had tons of cool suggestions um nick do you have any while i'm like pulling these up really quick or uh, um biggest thing we talked about was roguelike games <laughs> but you know you know i actually did listen to the episode thank you for calling me the throat go by the way um i'm gonna take that as a compliment uh i would love to see um you know i'll just go ahead and toss out like while the diablo floor for beta is popular uh an arpg i think um mm. i think that it sort of leans into the like roguelite-esque like discussion mm-hmm. that you guys were having um but I, th- I think that would be kind of fun you know you, you just run through as like several different characters and yeah um i i can't see it competing like end game wise with you know riffs from diablo or uh the mapping from poe um but it would be a fun like casual party you know game sort of like minecraft dungeons you know hell yeah uh anyways our responses on twitter one from dragon tamer said portal star a puzzle game where you fire a paddle star from zoe through portals in a level to hit several targets using the least amount of shots possible other hmm. mechanics can include asol black holes to slingshot your paddle shot around and target uh on targets temporarily that reminds me of fucking peggle dude do you guys ever play peggle 
Yeah, Peggle is sick. Peggle's so fucking good. Um, and then also from Andrew, who said, Total War-like game, RTS where you control nations in Ruterra in a campaign, have massive field battles, include an army of Shurima Sandsilers clashing against the might of Demacia. Did, from, did one of you guys say Civ last week? Uh, I don't think yeah, so. No. I, did I, I, I said in like an RTS Civ-like thing mm-hmm. where you're like, playing as like one of the nations of like yeah my, my first thought was like okay you're azir like manage yeah, sharima okay. mm-hmm. yeah, yeah yeah okay it was you that was that was a, a really good idea as well i like that from our discord gecko said pokemon snap like game but it's bar going around newton terror looking for chimes <laughs> i do like the idea of pokemon snap but it's only one pokemon just try <laughs> yeah it's just chimes uh, I, I i love even more that like if they like built a world like fully out they put like hundreds of creatures and like plants and items and you just can't interact with any of them because all you can do is pick up the chimes yeah that'd be cool that's funny uh speedy spikes like, said oh sorry god sorry i was gonna say it's like early uh no man's sky <laughs> yeah uh speedy spike said poppy popper a connect three type game matching sexy girdle faces timey uh sorry timo vex etc use to power up shrooms picks satchel charge to help clear levels i would love a match three game that'd be so sick yeah and then last but not least, uh, the Paladin said, horror game, feet, fiddlesticks, kind of like an explorer slash escape room game like Slenderman or Friday, Friday the 13th, where you got to do mini tasks to escape slash buy time. The effigies provide so much possibility for this. And if you fail, you get a sound cue like uh, his alt, but it's very, uh, very time between when it goes off. Could be like a second, could be like a minute. <laughs> That's spooky. Um, this week's roundtable question is, it's kind of a different format. I think it'll be fun. So this week's roundtable question is you remove one thing from Yumi's kit and add one thing in its place. And what I'm going to do is instead of going through all your responses, I'm just going to compile them all into Yumi's new kit. Ooh. So we've got to like, we've got to aim small guys. Yeah. yeah you just can't like, just be like, remove untargetability. Yeah. yeah, yeah and then yeah. replace I mean, you could, else, you could yeah. do that, but like, I'm sure a lot of other people are going to do that. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to make a public service announcement that no one should remove untargetability and we'll mm-hmm. see like if it's possible. Um, See, a question like this That's is nice because I get to filter out all the people who just say remove the character, remove her from the game L. Oh, true. XD. True, true, true. Um, this is tough because rem- I'm not like 1 million percent familiar with like the new, the intricate <laughs> It doesn't have to be like a mini. specific thing. You can just like tell me like, hey, like, you know, like her, her Q like uh, thing and change it to something else. You know what I mean? Like, I, I love how like in the, the canon of this, if we get more than like eight responses, it is an entirely new character. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna take off on hit damage from her W. Why? Why does it have on hit damage? That's good. What are you adding in its place? Um, I'm going to add that the character you're on, instead of getting on hit damage, that they are just bigger. They just get champion size. <laughs> you your your model gets fifty percent smaller, their model gets fifty percent bigger. That's kinda cool. All right, I'm removing I in my my decree, I'm removing the book. Ooh. And I'm replacing it with a blue portal. That's And that's... somewhere during some portion of the game, a red portal will activate and Yumi will no longer be where she she is meant to be. <laughs> that's that's not fair cuz I know Yumi with a gun is going to take the book away and give Yumi a gun. <laughs> Well, I've already <laughs> taken the book away, so we'll, we'll think that is funny. And actually, the, the gun's gonna Rip. be a portal gun. Take take the portal away and give Yumi a gun. <laughs> <laughs> we just turn Yumi into Jinx, untargetable no, Jinx. <laughs> <laughs> no, what they do, what they do is they add an item that the enemy team can purchase. That's an active item where it's just a red laser pointer, and that's how you detach Yumi from her. That's ally. funny. 
Five hundred gold laser yeah, point. Consumable. Uh huh. Oh, my support didn't buy the laser. GG. <laughs> cool. Um, um. Yeah. Yeah. My change is she doesn't get the fifty bonus range on her passive auto attack. Um. But instead, she can only die nine times like a cat, and <laughs> yeah. she she responds immediately when she dies, like um, <laughs> until the ninth one where she doesn't respond. That's funny. Oh, I thought <laughs> I thought you were going to say for some reason she doesn't get the 50 range. She gets 60. <laughs> <laughs> so funny, very quick story. I used to play a MOBA that had limited lives back at like before MOBAs really were a thing. Uh, it was a StarCraft like custom map and you just had three lives period on all characters. That's so funny. I it was uh it was something because like if one team was like significantly winning and like they've got all like three lives and one person's down to one it's like yeah we're gonna int to just get rid of this person <laughs> and you just sit there and watch your team for 20 minutes i do that think it's like awful i like the idea of there being a strong character though and you like oh she has only got four lives left so <laughs> we gotta kill her <laughs> That'd be funny. But uh, yeah, if you want to tell us what you, <laughs> what you guys removed from uh, uh, Yumi, what you'd add, let me know and I'll fucking create our, uh, I, I called it Numi uh, is what I've uh, been very, calling her. Very so. good. Very powerful. Hit us up on our Twitter at LeakCast. Send us an email at mail at LeakCastPodcast.com or come into our Discord and post in our roundtable section. Speaking of Yumi haters, it, our first email and mail fight is from Abstruse, noted Yumi hater. He said, hey, all after not even getting ranked last season and playing ranked in season four, I just got gold four for the first time ever in solo queue. There were a lot of issues standing between me and success and ranked low number of games played ranked anxiety and an inability to deal with losses. But it's due to positive podcasts and a shift in mentality that I've had more consistency in my games. For the first time ever, I played more than 30 games in a ranked season. It took me exactly 50 games to get to gold. There was also a period of shakiness where I dropped from Silver 1 to Silver 2 because I kept making excessively risky plays as Warwick Jungle that worked in Bronze uh, in Low Silver but set me behind in Low Gold MMR. After swapping to a Philomane and recognizing that just playing my role in a game was leading to better success, I moved to mid lane and reminded myself why I love playing a mage in the middle of the map. I've always loved Blue Trinket, champs that have built-in CS tools, uh, and the ability to flash buffer stuns. So Malzahar has been letting me play the game in a way that I enjoy. I've never been mechanically gifted. I grew up playing the OG Civ and SimCity, uh, but it feels good to deal con uh, consistent DPS and hamper the enemies with Rhyolize. I still have much to learn, and I'm excited to compete in that league cast uh, Iron, Bronze, Silver, and Gold tournament. I wish you all the best of luck in your climbs. Peace, Abstruse. Hell yeah, that's awesome. I feel like we've been getting a lot of people... Um, talking about hitting new peaks and uh and, and things like that it's uh it's, it's really cool <laughs> you listen to yeah, the email last week with our us. fucking one player i i did listen but i don't remember what it was <laughs> I, i'm gonna check <laughs> his it it's so oh, funny oh i did oh i did hear that one i remember that one now we You're fucking so got mean. to his thing he's like oh my god i've i've always been like a silver player and i, I hit gold for the first time i'm so happy and then i like start playing and i hit plat and now i'm diamond and i check his opgg is gold uh fuck yeah. what was his account name <laughs> dude it's so i hope i hope he's doing better i, I don't remember his i account hope so name, too okay while That's you look so, for that uh, so i'm funny. gonna read the next email thank you uh, Large Dad says, yo, 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 yo. What's up, lads? Back at it again with not only a joke, but an actual email as well. Just wanted to say, after listening to episode 578, I thought it was pretty neat that both me and Pards have been deemed of being notable by Trent. If that wasn't your name, I'm sorry. 
uh, in their email slash short story, despite having never been on the show itself other than via emails. So Trent, if you're paying attention, thanks for reading my already or for feeding my already massive ego. Now for the joke. Why are Americans so bad at Clash Royales, which is a Clash of the Clans card game thing? Uh, because they already lost two towers. Wow. Jeez. Wow. Uh, I would say <laughs> thanks for the joke if I meant it large, Dad, but thanks for the I mean, it's a good even. joke. It's, it's a good it's joke. It's a fine joke, yeah. Just a bit tasteless, you know. I would never make a joke like that. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> thanks you guys remember in school said. when they'd make you, like, put different things on different parts of your tongue to like try the different like taste zones and that's not a real thing i, you know, I the never your, that. the tip of your tongue is like the this where you can have sweet in the back like the left side is like where you can taste bitter okay i mean you i've know? heard that, that just... no i'm just wondering because no, you said tasteless <laughs> no god damn it Aiden. okay cool because that's <laughs> not a real thing that. that they just make you do cool Thanks for the uh, bag. Someone's gonna <laughs> someone's gonna fucking email in next week and they're gonna be like, "Oh, I also had that, and it's just not a real thing." And fucking sometimes adults just teach you things that aren't real, and it's kind of fucked up. Oh yeah, no, I I have heard the thing. I just didn't do that in school. Mm. Have I told you guys what I'm? If I ever have a child, like that, I'm gonna teach them the dogs and cats and cats are dogs. Yeah, yeah, you did. Because I think it would be so funny to walk down the street and just be like, "Dad, look at that cat." Yeah, <laughs> it's just a big ass dog, and I'll be the only one who laughs at it, but it'll be good for me. Um, all right, let's do one more email. I think before we close out the show, our last one's from veg puppy. Uh, Hey dudes, I had a possibly weird question for you guys. I feel like I have a hard time perceiving my own performance compared to what the overall stats seem to suggest. I find myself feeling like I'm always playing poorly on my main Yasuo and in general, but if I look at, uh, OPGG, I have a 57% win rate on him and a 1.5 KD, uh, inversely, I feel relatively confident in my Ezreal, but I would seem uh, but I seem to only win 35% of my games on him and my KD is just barely over one. Is that weird? What could be making me feel that way? Yours, uh, strangely veg puppy. Um, I mean, that's a good question because it's all about like the, like how you perceive things. Um, I will say that I don't necessarily know if like a 1.5 KD is good, but I also don't play a melee squishy champion like Yasuo. So it could yeah. be. It's it's not like great, but also it's it's understandable. Um, like I think if if you put it in the like perspective of like I went fifteen, ten, and like five, that's not a bad game. It's not a great mm-hmm. game. Um, yeah. But I do think that you know on Yasuo particularly, you're gonna have a lot of deaths, and especially in the bad games, you're gonna have a lot of deaths. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, objectively, if you have a 50% win rate over a significant number of games, you're playing the character well for your elo, and you should be able to keep playing it in climb. Um, I would say the biggest thought that comes to my mind of why you feel like you're playing poorly on your main and better on other characters is because you know your main well enough to know about mistakes that you're making, Whereas on like Ezreal, you're True. probably making a lot of mistakes that you don't know are mistakes, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, like you just don't know that you're not playing well. <laughs> uh-huh. and, and like it's it, it doesn't like sound good to hear that, but it's like if if you don't like let's say on Yatsuo, right, where it's like you you fuck up the E dash over like Raptor Wall to like get into mid lane. If you don't play Yasuo, you don't even know that that's a thing. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you're, you're never going to fail that because you don't know that it exists. Or like mm-hmm. if you mess up a Q flash or like, you know, whatever it might be, 
again, if you're not aware that these are things you could or should be doing, you're not going to feel bad about not doing it. Um, and, and I'd say that's probably the big thing. Also, I feel like losses on your main when you are playing well make you feel like you're playing poorly. And it, like that really hits you. I think like Trevor has been seeing a lot of this with Diana this year. I think he's... Like he still 50, has a crazy win rate. He's, by the yeah, way. he's like fifty six percent win rate. And he's like the character is not mm -hmm. good right now. I'm not playing it well, and it's like I mean, it probably just doesn't feel good because you're like losing games that maybe were winnable or maybe were winnable at some point. And again, it's like I have to play one hundred percent correct, and I only played ninety eight percent correct, and that's why we lost. Yeah, but you know that 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 just feels shitty no matter who you're playing. I also just think just play character you enjoy and character you like playing because I don't know. I think Tom Kench is also fucking C or D tier, like top laner, and I'm just 300 points master. So I don't the know. The number one Tom Kench in the world, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like, I, like, I don't know. The reality is that you can play fucking F tier characters still like Challenger. So mm -hmm. yeah, I play Bard who hasn't been changed in <laughs> many patches. I don't know. So he's been perfection ever since. Honestly. Um, but cool. Um, that'll do it for this episode. If you sent in an email, we'll get it to it next week. Um, you can send us an email yourself, mail at leecastpodcast.com. Watch us on Twitch, slash King Lardout, Blue Basket, and Leecast Frost. Uh, tweet at us at Leecast and Facebook or Leecast. Visit our website, leecastpodcast.com. Join our Discord server, discord.gg forward slash Leecast, and support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Leecast. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Bye.